are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. By grace are you saved. This is the way you're saved, by grace. And that is not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Then if you read all the places there that Paul talks about that, the gift of God, he always refers to grace. Never refers to faith as being the gift of God there. In those instances, in Ephesians 2, 8 and 10, you see, and then you get over into Galatians, he talks about the grace which is given unto me, this grace which is given. See, so it is the grace that is the gift of God. And yet, here he says, God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Well, let's just say it this way. The only way that you can measure faith is to measure the amount of word that is in you, because God's word is filled with faith. Faith in God comes by hearing the word of God. So if we're talking about faith that has been given, you see, here in Romans, the 12th chapter, verse 3, where Paul said, God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Now, in the context of this verse, he is really talking about every man among you in the Roman church. But yet, I believe this to be far more reaching than that because God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Now, notice it's the measure, not a measure. In other words, God didn't give Oral Roberts more faith than he gave you. You have access to the same amount of faith that Oral Roberts has. But you see, faith doesn't come by someone giving it to you. See, we somehow got the idea that, well, God looked down and he saw Oral Roberts and he took his faith gun and just gave him a double dose. Squirted him with faith. No, no. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. Did you notice that Paul in Romans ten seventeen didn't say, So then faith cometh by having heard the word? Because just a verse or two before says, Has not the word gone throughout all the earth? Yea, verily. Yeah, it had already gone out. They had already heard the sound of it, but they didn't get any faith from it. Because they didn't have ears to hear. Jesus makes a statement in Matthew, the 13th chapter, that is very important. He said, he that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Well, now we know that everyone just about has ears, but he's talking about ears to hear. See, you can hear the sound or the noise of somebody's voice and not hear a word they said. You could be in a motel room and through the wall, you could hear a sound and you could hear them talking and not understand the word they said. So you see the sound of it went out through all the earth. But now Paul in Romans ten seventeen says, So then, so then, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Back up into verse 6, he says, The righteousness which is of faith says. First of all, he tells you what it wouldn't say. He said, It wouldn't say who will send into heaven, that is to bring Christ down from above. Who shall descend into the deep, that is to raise Christ again from the dead. But what saith it, the righteousness which is of faith? He said, The word is nigh thee. It's in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith, which we preach. Now, we think we got the handle on the word of faith. Well, Paul preached the word of faith back 2,000 years ago. He was a word of faith man. 
He said, this is the word of faith which I preach. In other words, God's word, he called the word of faith. You know why he called it the word of faith? Because it's filled with faith. God's every word is filled with faith. Now, what is faith? Faith is the divine energy of God. It is released in his word. It is the ability to cause the manifestation of what God said to come to pass in the life of every person that will believe it and act on it. I'm going to say that again. Faith is the divine energy of God that he released in his word And it is the ability to cause the manifestation of everything that God said about you to come to pass in your life if you will believe it and act on it and get in agreement with it. Paul says in Hebrews 11.1 says, Faith is a substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen. Faith is a substance of things. What things? Things that God has given us. See, in Second Peter chapter 1, the apostle Peter says, God hath given unto us all things. How many things? All things that pertain to life and godliness. Then just start counting up what pertains to life and godliness. See, finances pertain to life. Prosperity pertains to life. In fact, got to where you can't die without some money now. I mean, it's expensive to die, man. And health healing, life. You see, God's already given it. Not something God's going to do one of these days. It's not something we're going to inherit when we get to heaven. I don't know how the devil pulled the wool over our eyes so many years. But you see, that's what the God of this world does. He blinds the minds of people. And the devil is kind of portrayed to us through religion that, well, you're not going to get anything till you get to heaven. Well, you may go to heaven, all right, but you're not going to get anything here on earth. You get your inheritance when you get to heaven. Have you ever stopped to think about how foolish that is? This is the will and testament of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is his will. See, a will is of no good while the testator or the man that made the will is alive. Jesus made out his will, died to put it into motion. In effect, he rose from the dead to make sure it's carried out just like he said. (laughs) Can you just see some shyster lawyer in the courtroom trying to cut one of the children out of the will and the fellow that made the will shows up? I mean, that'd be exciting, wouldn't it? I mean, you couldn't hardly get away from the intent then. So you see, the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians, the first chapter, said, Our preaching to you was not yea and nay. It wasn't yes and no, it wasn't positive and negative, but he said all of our preaching was yes, yea, positive. For he said all the promises of God are yes and amen. Can you say amen to that? In other words, God's already said yes to all of these promises, and you're the one that's supposed to say so be it. But so many people read them and say, well, I know the Bible says that, but... It just doesn't work for me. Nothing ever good happens to me. I don't guess it's God's will for me to prosper. I guess if God wanted me to speak with tongues, why, he'd just zap me with it. But I don't guess speaking in tongues is for everyone. I guess the Holy Ghost is not for everybody. Just not my gift. I'm just leaving it up to God. Well, you leave your garden up to God and see what will happen. The curses will take it over. No, you see, the Word of God is very plain. 
that God has already said yes to all of the promises in this new covenant. God's not going to make a promise and say, but you can't have it. Have you ever wondered why that God did not make known the baptism of the Holy Spirit and speaking with other tongues under the old covenant to the people of that day? Because it wasn't available. God's smart enough not to advertise something that's not available to you. I mean, what would you think if you went down here to the department store and they was advertising a certain piece of equipment, a computer or something that you could hook on your phone, and when you dialed, it would show the individual you're talking to, and they could see you and talk to you and all of this, and you say, well, my, I believe I'll buy me one of those. Oh, well, they're not available. Well, why are you advertising them? Well, we just wanted you to know about it. It could happen, maybe. <laughs> no, God's smarter than that. You see, a department store or any businessman is smarter than to advertise something that's not available to you. And when God advertises it, it's available. Now, see, we've gone a long way around, but there's a point to this. Let me show you something. God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. How do you measure faith? You measure it by the amount of word that's in you. See, under the old covenant, they could not have had faith for the Holy Spirit baptism. It wasn't available. There was no promise of it. It was not available to them. They had no intercessor. Someone said, well, now these faith folks, they just believe that they have more faith than the old patriarchs of old. Well, certainly we do. We have more promises. When you have more promises, you can have more faith. Are y'all still there? Did you go home? I mean, (laughs) you see, how could you believe for divine healing if you didn't know about it? How could you believe for the baptism of the Holy Spirit if there wasn't a promise of it? So when he says God has dealt to every man the measure of faith, you know what the measure of faith is? Now, see, I know the context of it is that what God has anointed you to do, there is sufficient faith for you to do that if you grasp the Word. But here's the Bible. This is the total amount of faith, Bible faith, there is in the whole world. That's all of it right there. There's not any more. Now, someone always comes around and says, Well, now, I've gone out beyond the Bible. Well, you've gone beyond where I'm going. This is all the Bible faith there is. You can't have Bible faith for something that is not promised in the Word of God. I mean, because faith comes from the Word itself. See, that's why you need to understand this. I'm going to say something here that may shock you, but it's true. It's impossible to pray the prayer of faith if you don't know the will of God. If you don't know what God said about what you are praying, it is impossible for you to pray the prayer of faith. Because the faith... For you to believe, the divine energy for you to believe that is in what God said himself. That's the only place you can get the faith for it is from the Word of God. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. We've been talking about the measure of faith. You know, it's important to know how you measure faith. You measure it by the amount of the Word of God that abides within you. The whole Word of God is the measure of faith. The Bible is all the faith there is. I better quit preaching that and talk about our offer this week. Our CD offer this week is 7107. It's called Understanding Faith's Components. A single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling. 
as far as I can see in the Word of God, there are three components to faith. Number one is the knowledge of God. It's important to understand that if you don't know about God's promises, you couldn't release your faith in something you don't know about. Number two, understanding the promise. If you don't understand it, someone is going to talk you out of it. And you need to know that if you're going to understand the Word of God, you cannot be carnally minded. Paul said to be carnally minded is death, to be spiritually minded is life and peace. The third component of faith is wisdom, and that is wisdom to apply the knowledge of understanding. And we see these three components in the Word of God brought together in a transcript in the book of Proverbs. It says, The Lord giveth wisdom, out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. So here are the three components in one verse, Proverbs 2, 6. The Lord giveth wisdom, out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. I believe these verses give us a classic illustration of faith being in three parts. These three come together to form faith. And it's like a brick mason. He mixes sand and water and cement. And you get all of these together and it becomes mortar, something solid. It's offer number 7107, Understanding Faith Components. A single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.